What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Seekers, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And this episode, honestly, is very timely. Um, wasn't really anticipating it to be that way, but we have a we are fast approaching the Fourth of July holiday coming up this weekend. Which I'll be honest, is always kind of weird, right? Because Fourth of July is a date, not a day, um, and so it always comes on a different day of the week, which it. it I don't know why I don't remember it ever being on a Wednesday or a Tuesday or a Thursday, but every year it's going to be on a different day. And it's always so weird because we all want to celebrate on the weekends when we're obviously home. And then we have this random day off during the week or whatever. So um, looking forward to the holiday weekend for sure. It's always fun to kind of get together with family and barbecue and all that kinds of stuff. But um, today's episode, like I said, kind of timely in that it is a a situation that comes up where nutrition can kind of go off track and people start to feel guilty about things. Um, but it wasn't really the main reason for me, you know, talking about this today. Um, you know, I, I think that there's this big group of people and I, at one point in my life was like this and, and still, in still some ways I am is this, this whole concept of like, we need to start off fresh. We need a fresh start. Um, or that like when things get to be a little bit too crazy, uh, we kind of pull back on what we're doing. And, and here's a perfect example is you sign up for nutrition coaching and you're super excited and you know, you're like a weekend and like you, you meal prep the first week and you're like super dialed in on tracking your food and you're feeling really good. And then like, you know, the next week comes and like you didn't prep your food and you didn't have anything ready and then work gets really busy and then you're not going to the gym and then things start to kind of trickle into like all of a sudden, you know, your check-ins are no longer, feeling really good this week. It's man, I had X, Y, Z happen and I didn't do anything that I was supposed to be doing this week. So we often feel the need to like have everything kind of get back to status quo so we can get actually get back to working on those things. And I want to kind of talk about this because it's so important people to realize that starting over fresh isn't a bad thing, but we just have to understand how to learn what didn't work in the, in the previous attempts and how to make this next attempt a little bit more successful. So and I am drinking my coffee, guys. You know me. I got to have my coffee. In fact, sharing something totally funny with you. I was feeling super lethargic this morning and a little bit lethargic yesterday as well. And I had forgotten that I was switching to decaf coffee this week because I was trying to, I, I often will do this to kind of make myself a little bit more caffeine sensitive. I don't drink a lot of caffeine, but today I'm like, oh my God, why do I feel so crappy? I'm like, that little bit of caffeine puts a little pep in my step. And there is just a little bit of caffeine in here. My my good friend Colette was like, Cheryl, you don't need to remove caffeine. Keep a little bit in your day. So that's what I'm going to be doing. So taking a little sip of my coffee in between my talking to you guys. All right. So how many times have you, and if you're listening to this live or recorded, decided that it was time for you to start a new diet plan, a new workout plan, a new habit change? Maybe you saw something that was a little different and you're interested in trying something new. And, and you decided, you know what? Now's the time. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to go full throttle into it. Like I said, you're that person. Like, I'm so excited for nutrition coaching. I'm so excited for this plan. I just bought all these supplements, quote unquote supplements. And I'm going to start this new system to get myself 20 pounds down. And everything looks like it's cookie cutter perfect in the beginning, right? It all makes sense. You, you can see all the stars aligning. You can kind of you're not visualizing the end, but you're visualizing like right now you've got all these tools and, and everything's brand new and you're excited. And, and even though it's a little bit overwhelming, you're like, I'm so excited for this. And then how many times have you also found yourself not following through 
with those things, right? Like we start them and then suddenly, like I said, they start to trickle off and all of a sudden we no longer are focused, you know, it, or we start something, we realize, man, this is just a little bit more work that I thought I was getting myself into. Another piece of this, how many times have you started something and you're so focused on the result of that thing that when it's not happening fast enough, you decide, mm, this is just isn't worth it, worth it. Like this, all this effort for nothing, it's just not worth it. And so there's really two pieces of this whole fresh start plan that we need to really uncover here uh, in order for you guys to be more successful with actually sticking to things is, is okay, is it your need for instant gratification, which I'm going to make a little bit of a tailgate, tailgate, whatever I'm talking about, a tangent on uh, instant gratification in a second, or is it because the amount of work you're doing is feeling overwhelming and life is also overwhelming and you can't kind of tackle all these things at once, right? So let's really dive into this instant gratification as I take another sip of my coffee. Guys, instant gratification isn't a bad thing. It, it has a purpose. In fact, if you um, burn yourself, okay, and you've got this like feeling in your hand and it's like so hot, you want to put an ice cube on it. It's instant relief, right? It's instant gratification. We're instantly getting that pain relief that we need. Um, if you are exhausted and you hit the pillow at the end of the day and you fall instantly to sleep, that's an instant feeling of like release, right? Like we love that feeling and it's not a bad feeling. It's not a bad feeling at all. In fact, me, when I'm sitting here looking at my coffee and I tell you, like, as I'm taking a sip, it's because I want that feeling of that coffee and that taste in my mouth. Instant gratification. It does give me that. And just like my coffee or whatever, you need a little bit more of it, right? When we don't get that right away, sometimes it makes it very hard to stay consistent with things, especially when there's effort involved. And so when we're talking about this fresh start, you know, mindset and, and how do you guys can be more successful is we have to think about the goals we want to achieve in a realistic timeline and instant gratification does not happen with body transformations, unfortunately. So if you think that when you sign up for this program, it's going to guarantee you that every day you're going to wake up on the scale and be half a pound lighter, you're wrong. And that usually is very short-lived for those of you guys out there that have never dieted before, might see that in the beginning, but it's usually very short-lived and it's not really a true testament of a transformation. We have to realize that the length of time needed is, is got to be something that's gradual. And we have to think about that, especially when we're talking about the effort, because that's part two of this, okay, is the effort we're putting in has to actually be sustainable. So when we're actually thinking about what we're committing to, we have to look not just beyond the first day or week, but like the next three, four, five, six months is what we're doing actually sustainable for that in that length of time. And those two things are the really the, the biggest factors when I feel like when people have quit something um, is, is typically why they quit. And it's also why they look for something different to restart to get the same goal to happen. So their goal is they want to lose 20 pounds and they've tried five different diets that produce the exact same result. Nada. Okay. So they're looking for something that's going to give them the result that they want, but they can't find something that actually is working to get that. And it normally comes down to those two things, the effort that it's requiring for you to achieve that goal or the instant gratification you're looking for, which makes you not commit to it long enough to actually see that goal through. So those are a couple of things that I want you guys to think about when we're thinking about giving something up or quitting on something, or we're thinking about starting something new. Cause that's really this podcast episode. It might be starting over fresh, you know, helping you guys overcome things, but 
it's kind of an overarching theme that I want you guys to really understand is that starting over fresh is kind of, it's a false statement. You never really start fresh because it's, it's never really going to, you're never really starting from a clean slate. You're always starting from a tainted slate of, of all the things that you've done over your life. And not all of those things are necessarily bad. Even, even your worst diet attempts are an opportunity for you to learn something. And so I want you to kind of really take hold of these things as I kind of go into this episode. So now I'm going to kind of navigate into this whole fresh start mindset and what usually I want to back up and talk about what normally causes a person to give it up, right? So we're going to kind of almost work in reverse. So you started something and you're a couple of weeks in, maybe even a couple of months in, maybe only a couple of days in and and you decide like you need to put press pause, like you got to push the pause button and you, you want to just put everything on hold right now because you can't do it. Okay. Let's start talking about the things that are typically stopping you from staying consistent with that thing. Right. A couple of things that come to mind are maybe all of a sudden you have a lot of travel coming up, whether it's fun related or it's work related. All of a sudden you're in a season where like you're on the road every weekend. Um, and maybe this season happens for you on a regular basis every year. Summer vacations are a perfect example of this. Every single summer, you likely have things lined up with your kids or your family that you want to go and enjoy. This doesn't change every year. Maybe where you're going changes, but it's typically the same season every single year. Wintertime comes, it's now the holiday season. And we've got Christmas and Thanksgiving and Halloween and family and all these different things going on. That likely is a different season than we were in, you know, two months ago, but it's not a different season than you had last year, right? It's very similar every single year. So what things tend to get in your way? Maybe it's travel. Maybe you find yourself injured. You know, maybe, maybe it's finances, maybe it's kids, whatever it could be. That's all of a sudden making you feel like right now you've got to push a pause on things and just stop because all of a sudden right now, all of this stuff going on in your head is making it very difficult for you to focus on that one goal, right? So it's really important for you guys to think about this stuff because I'm going to go into the fact that there's a difference between an excuse and a reason, and we can actually find solutions if, if we're smart and we learn how to navigate things. And that's really what I want you guys to do today is to become problem solvers in your own journey. That's the goal of this episode is to make you guys a problem solver in things. And, and I'm going to help you with that. Let's go ahead now, as I said, I was going to work in reverse and talk about why, well, let's just talk about that fresh start. Fresh starts feel so good. Okay. How many of you guys can relate to buying a new pair of shoes when you've been wearing the same ratty shoes for the last six months in CrossFit? If you're like me, the last two years in CrossFit and you finally go out and you, you, buy, you buy yourself a new pair of shoes, maybe you go ahead and you get a new fresh haircut or a new hair color. You're a guy, you go out there and you get your fresh beer trim, you know, you get a new brand new car. It feels so good to start over fresh. Maybe you just cleaned out your refrigerator and you stocked it full of new groceries. It's that instant feeling of like, this is brand new. It's an exciting thing and it feels so good. Okay. But guess what? All fresh things at some point are going to get dirty. Okay. Very few things in life stay brand new. Your car is eventually going to get some wear and tear. It's going to get some dings. And, and, you know, if you're like me and you shop at Publix and you got a new shopping cart scratch every single day, 
you're going to have things that are going to mess it up. Your hair is going to grow back. All of these things are going to happen and, and they're no longer going to be fresh, right? Does that mean that we're just like not tending to those things? No, we're likely still putting gas in our car, changing the oil. We're likely still brushing our hair, hopefully <laughs> washing our beard. Hopefully we're, we're likely doing those things. Things definitely do need upkeep, but they don't stay fresh. And it doesn't mean we don't, they're not still valued to us. We value them just as much. They just don't have that like brand new car smell anymore. And in our nutrition journey, in our fitness journey, in our transformation journeys, it's very similar. We have that same brand new car smell that starts to trickle down. And we just don't value the goal we've set for ourselves enough to keep tending to it. And so when we're talking about this fresh start and learning how to be a problem solver, it comes down to number one, understanding the value of what you want to achieve in your life. How much does this goal actually mean to you? Is it just something that you'd be happier? Maybe it's, it's kind of like, yeah, I'd like to go to Bali at some point in my life, but it's not going to kill me if I don't ever go there. You know, like, is it something that you really, really desire having? You know, where are you at in, in terms of like pain in your life? How long have you been struggling with this situation? How long have you been trying to lose this 20 pounds? How long have you been waking up every single morning hating how you feel? Like, how much does this really mean to you to actually change this? Because if you truly value it, you will tend to it. Anything that you care about in life is going to require your attention, okay? Your kids require your attention. So that's why I want you guys to really think about this goal that you've set for yourself and asking yourself how much it really means to you. And maybe it doesn't mean that much to you. And that's also okay. That's also likely why you keep starting these diets and stopping again, in which case I'm going to ask you, are you sure it really doesn't matter that much? Because if you keep going back to the same goal, it likely does matter. It likely does mean something to you. Okay. So the second step is actually looking at the realization of, or the realistic approaches that you're taking to achieve this goal. One of the biggest problems I see people making in all changes when it comes to body transformations is that they think about everything having to be perfect and that there's this perfect plan, even macros. They've got to be perfect on their macros. They've got to meal prep every day. They've got to, they can't go out to eat. They can't enjoy a social meal here and there. They can't do these things. Or they're following a plan that's like, you can't eat any bread, you can't eat any grain. So they're feeling like they can't ever have those things. And if they do, that they've just screwed themselves up and then they got to start all over again. And it can become very deflating and honestly make you feel like you're defeated when you keep telling yourself you've got to be perfect and you can't be perfect because nobody can be perfect. I'm not even perfect. Nobody's perfect. And I'm a pretty good, I'm pretty good at my nutrition. I'm pretty good at my training. I'm pretty consistent, but I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And if I tried to be perfect, guess what? I'm likely going to fail and probably not be consistent because now I'm going to feel like crap about myself. So first things first, you've got to have a real solid understanding of what you want to achieve. Now, as I mentioned with the, with the, the plan that you're following is that you need to understand that the program or the, the method that you're choosing to achieve that goal needs to be sustainable. And even though the effort might be more while you're working towards that goal, the plan should not change. The deviation from the plan should just be that you are no longer focused on the effort it, it takes to achieve the goal 
Now we're just working to maintain it. And this is where lifestyle changes, habit changes are so important. They are very important for you guys to realize that you're not going to, you know, losing weight just to put it back on is, is not the goal. The goal is to maintain it, right? So you have to understand how to work with a plan that's actually going to work with your life. And this is where I really want to dive into the main goal of this episode, which is what I'm talking about, getting guys to stay consistent with that plan, okay? You don't need a fresh start, okay? What you actually need, all right, I'm going to tell you guys what you actually need is a plan that you feel confident that you can execute in and moderately enjoy. Not every day is going to be enjoyable. That's why I say moderately enjoyable. There's going to be days you wake up and you don't want to go to the gym, but you're going to leave feeling better. There's days where you're going to be in your day and you're stressed out about making good food decisions, but you're going to make those food decisions anyway. You know, like there's going to be days where it's not always easy and fun, but you moderately enjoy it. Like you are excited to show up and do the work every single day. You need to have a plan that you can see yourself sticking to long term. This is why I'm a big believer in flexible dieting, because I teach you guys all of the things you need to know. I teach you about food quality. I teach you about balance of food quality. I teach you about understanding the components of macronutrients in your diet and how you don't always have to be perfect on them. And I also teach you how to move away from all the focus on those things into a place of I can intuitively maintain my results. That's a little bit of what I do in a nutshell. All right. But that's the goal. You need to find a program that you feel like you can do those same things with. All right. The next step is is you have got to drop the mindset that life is going to give you the perfect opportunity to work towards your goals, okay? You have to work at learning how to understand that there is never going to be a guarantee in your schedule that nothing is going to disrupt this plan. There is going to be disruptions. And I'm going to go into a little bit of a sports psychology exercise that I remember doing years ago um, and a, a little bit of a story about this. Okay. Michael Phelps, famous swimmer, very well-known swimmer. Everybody knows Michael Phelps pretty much. Um, won a gold medal swimming blind. Okay. He won a gold medal swimming where he could not see a thing in the pool. All right. Basically when he jumped into the pool, the second he jumped in his goggles filled with water, he could not see a thing. He couldn't see the line at the bottom of the pool. Couldn't see what lane he was in. Couldn't see anything. Okay. Why was he successful? Why did he, how did he win that gold medal? What would other people have done when their, when their goggles filled up with, with that water stopped and tried to fix it, right? He didn't, he kept going. Why? Because he had spent years and months and days and years and times where he visualized every single thing that could go wrong when he jumped in that water. So when he jumped in that water, he was prepared to face that struggle. And that is such a cool concept for people to understand. Visualization is essentially planning for the worst, not planning for the best. And I think as athletes, a lot of people think that we visualize the good stuff, the perfect scenario, the unbroken sets of pull-ups and everything goes through the perfect snatch. Yeah, we do visualize that stuff. But we also have to visualize stepping up to the bar and it falling on our head and having to go back after that bar. Like that stuff that also has to be visualized and worked through. And in your nutrition journey, you have to understand 
that you have to think about all the things that could possibly go wrong that are going to derail you from your plan. The kids, you know, are sick, you know, the refrigerator breaks, you know, I forget my lunch at work at home. I don't have time to meal prep, you know, the, the, my fitness pal crashes, whatever it is, you've got to think about every single scenario that could go wrong. You've got to be awake and you've got to start to learn how to be a problem solver. The biggest problem with starting over fresh is that you never learn how to be a problem solver. And I'm going to go back and say all of these diets you've tried and given up on, this is why I don't believe in a fresh start. Okay. You are becoming a problem solver. And guess what? Those methods were not the right method for you solving your problem of weight loss. So as much as you think you're starting over fresh, you're in the phase right now of problem solving your results. But I'm going to tell you that in order for you to problem solve your results, you have to problem solve the things that are stopping you from staying consistent with those programs. What's making it hard for you to stay consistent? Is it the program's too restrictive? You get hungry too often. You aren't prioritizing meal planning ahead of time. Is it something that you can fix or is it the program that's broken? Like we have to really start to look at becoming a problem solver, okay? And I'm gonna go ahead and play the unicorn today. And let's just say that you signed up with me for coaching and I've given you all of my tools. You've got meal planning templates that are showing you basically how to build meals based on your caloric needs, your, your macronutrient needs, all that stuff. You've got food lists to work with. You've got the amount of calories you should be eating. You know how much protein you should be getting in. You've got documents that help you learn how to track your food. You've got all of these things. You've got a coach that's checking in with you every single week. You've got a coach you can talk to every single day if you need to. You've got all of these things and you still can't solve the problem of why you didn't meal prep that week or why you can't stay consistent beyond Wednesday. Okay. You've got to learn how to be a problem solver by understanding your unique problems. Your problems are unique to you. And a lot of times it's a mindset thing. With my coaching, I find that a lot of people, because they've come from so many perfectionist beliefs, they think that they have to be perfect and they overthink the simplicity of little things. Okay. You've got to learn how to be a problem solver in order for you to see results. Every one of those diets you've tried would have worked for you to be able to make, to, to be able to lose weight. Had you been able to be consistent with those things, hands down. So we've got to understand how to teach you how to be a problem solver. Life is always going to get in the way. And guess what? That's a good thing because there is more to life than chasing fat loss. Fat loss is meant to be so we can enjoy life more, not the other way around. Okay. So if you're living in a food prison, I also want to remove you from that food prison and tell you that you should be building your life and nutrition is just a piece of that. Your fat loss goals are a way for you to live your life happier, not to make you miserable. Okay, so remind yourself that this is what you want so that you can be happier at the end of it all. So we've got to understand how to let life happen and you still stay consistent. So now I want to kind of go through some of the biggest scenarios that I find to be common when people are having a hard time staying consistent with nutrition. And I'm going to say, like I said, I'm going to play it simple and say that you are a client of mine and I know I'm not feeding you too little. You're on a, a moderate plan. 
you're able to check in with me if your hunger is getting out of control. We're really in a good place to know that you have the right tools. But these are the common things that get in, in the way or the common excuses I hear is um, I just got really busy and I wasn't able to track my food. That's a common one. Um, and then that usually after a couple of weeks becomes, I'm getting really burned out by tracking my food. And I will usually say, you haven't actually tracked your food for the last three weeks because you've been telling me you've been struggling with tracking your food. So what is it making it so hard for this person to track their food? Okay, it comes down to two things. One, they don't understand the purpose or the value in it. So I love using cars as an analogy. You put gas in your car because you know if you don't put gas in your car, your car is not going to get you to work, right? With tracking your food, you pay for a coach and they're helping you with your nutrition. How can I help with nutrition if I don't see what you're eating? But on the other end, the person is thinking that tracking their food is the diet plan and it's not. That is you communicating your intake with your coach. So sometimes it's just not knowing the value of that and how I can help. If I see what's going in, I can now make it helpful. Part two is not prioritizing it in your life. And I love talking about the difference between prioritizing and time consuming. Okay. Things that are priorities don't have to be time consuming. It could be as simple as taking five minutes at the end of your day to go ahead and as you're packing your food up for tomorrow, you're like logging it in as you go. Uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, done. Okay. It's a simple task that requires very little effort and energy and gives you everything you need to be able to communicate with your coach and what she needs to see to in order to make you successful. Not about being perfect. Maybe you're like, man, I keep struggling with too much fat. Now I can go in and look at your food and give you some smart swaps. Okay. This is coaching 101. By the way, a lot of people pay cheap coaches and don't get that kind of an experience. Not making a plug for my style of coaching, but there is more to nutrition than just hit your macros. Okay. So understand that that's the, the main goal of tracking. So not making it a priority or not seeing the value in it. Let's just say you're like, man, um, I was really consistent with my nutrition, but I ran out of food prep on Wednesday. And, and after a couple of weeks, you're like, I'm burned out by prepping food. And I just, it doesn't work for me. Okay. So the problem isn't that you're running out of food on Wednesday. The problem is that you don't like food prep and you're likely spending too much time cooking on Sunday and not enough time preparing what you should be eating Wednesday through Sunday. So maybe we need to come up with some simpler strategies for prepping food that don't require a bunch of kitchen time. You know, like that's, that's where we have to start to figure out how to be a problem solver in your life. Another big excuse is, uh, and I say excuse, is, um, you know, oh, I had like three different dinner engagements this past weekend. So I just kind of decided I was going to get back on track on Monday. Fresh start Monday, right? Going to fresh starts. What you are lacking is the fact that the importance of those weekend days, what you're missing is like the importance of those weekend days on your overall results, which will likely lead you to feel burned out. And because you're going to keep getting the same result every single week. And it's going to make you feel like, why am I even doing this? Right. Whereas the better strategy is, okay, you're right now in a fat loss focused phase in your life where our goal is to intentionally change body composition. So we're going to be a little bit more focused right now. And it's not saying that you can't go out to eat, but like, let's make a plan for it. Hey guys, where do you guys want to go for dinner tonight? We're going to Chili's. First place came to mind. Okay, awesome. Let me go ahead and pull up the Chili's menu. I know exactly what I'm going to have. Great. I'm going to plug it in and I'm going to get there and maybe I make an adjustment or two, but at least I've got a plan. 
Okay. You know, going out for a couple of drinks with my friends, I'm going to go ahead and log what I want to have. You know, it's learning how to be one step ahead. Being a problem solver is about being one step ahead at all times. Okay. Next one is having a setback. Maybe you get sick or you have an injury and you suddenly don't feel well. And now motivation to do what you need to do dwindles down. And I always am like, it's funny because perception is so crazy, right? When I'm in a place of sickness or injury, I like dial in my nutrition more because I know I'm likely not burning as many calories. But a lot of people, when they're sick or injured, they do the opposite. Oh, I can't worry about this stuff right now. So why does it matter? It's more impactful. <laughs> it's more impactful what you're eating at that point because you're not burning as many calories. So um, I think that if you have a setback and that sets you back, then you have to understand like these things are going to come and you have to learn how to just stay consistent. Okay. And here's where I want to really kind of bring this episode to a head and kind of almost close it up a little bit is all of these things I'm talking about are essentially what happens is people get to a place in their journey where it starts to feel difficult. The freshness is worn off. Maybe there's a little bit of a struggle. There's a little bit of a dent in the road and they just don't really know if it's worth it or they start to get stressed and they impulsively just recluse. Okay. Those are the moments in your journey where you are going to make the progress that gets you the results that you want. Those moments where you feel like you need to start over, you need to press pause. You need to take a step back. You need to start over fresh. Those are the moments where you have to stop. And before taking any action, really think about how can I problem solve this situation? You have got to be a problem solver in your life to be a problem solver to your goals. If you continue to think that you are going to have this perfect scenario, you are going to continue to keep starting back over at the starting line. And as I mentioned, it's really not the starting line. It's a different starting line because you might start something new, but you've got to learn that problems are part of the, the, the solution to you getting your results is becoming the solution to the problems that are stopping you. And as a coach, that's what I try and provide. That's what we try and provide me and my coach, my co-coach Katie. Okay. My co-coach Katie and I, we try and provide solutions for you guys to problem solve things. And we don't like to give you solutions that work for our lifestyles. We like to give you solutions that we've experienced with other clients or help you come up with those solutions yourself, giving you some suggestions, helping you make those things, giving you the support you need. But it all comes down to the fact that you have still got to be the one driving the car. You are the person in control of how far you take your goals. Where do you want to see yourself? You've got to go back to that first thing I asked you. How much does this mean to you? Okay. And I think the other thing is really asking yourself is what I'm so stressed about doing. Is it really that difficult or is it the thoughts of all the things that I can't control in my life, making it hard for me to focus on that one thing? Okay. I saw a quote the other day and I posted it in my group is that worry doesn't mean you care more. And it's so important for people to understand this because a lot of times when we sit there and we worry about all the things happening in our life, it consumes us and it makes obviously nutrition compliance go down. Whereas 
it doesn't really change the fact that we still care. We're just thinking about it all the time. If you let things come in your life and you stay consistent with what you know to be true and you stay consistent with the things that you know you can control, those things don't change. They're still going to be there. You're still worried about them, but you're just going to keep going on your journey. So today's episode, more of a mental shift for you guys out there. I want you guys to all take this for take this for take this for what it is. Okay. You've got to learn how to be a problem solver in your life in order to be a problem solver in your body. Plain and simple. If you want to feel better, you want to look better, you want to lose fat, you want to build muscle, you want to make it to the freaking CrossFit games. I don't know what your goals are out there, but whatever your goals are, you've got to learn how to be a problem solver. Let me take a look at my comments now as I'm ending up. I got some comments. Good morning, guys. Good morning to my favorite coach. Kenneth, when are you going to hire me then? Huh? I want to know when you're hiring me. Food planning and prep is tough with a partner who isn't in the food struggle. Jody, I have got to help you with this. Okay. This is such a good, a good one. My significant other doesn't understand my goals. I get this a lot. They're, they don't care about their abs. They don't care about losing 20 pounds. They just care that I had dinner on the table. Guess what? It's okay to eat separate. Guess what? What's wrong with that? We are not living in a time where we all sit down to family dinners anymore. Let's just be real. Okay. Most kids have freaking sports out in the afternoon or literally racing around like crazy. There are some families that do still sit down for dinner, but there's also a lot of picky eaters at the table. Most moms have to cook different foods for different kids. And so what? If you are planning for yourself, that's great. Plan for yourself. Guess what? Sometimes the significant other, if they don't like what you're cooking, they can cook something else. Because guess what? I know relationships can be complicated, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we're all human beings and we're all adults and we should all be able to cook for ourselves. So little thing for you, Jody. don't be afraid to cook and prep for yourself a little bit. Also guys, don't be afraid to like buy things that are already prepped that you don't have to require cooking. This is where people like freak out about processed foods. And I'm like, what is wrong with bread? Like making a turkey sandwich requires little prep. Easy way to get lunch in. So just saying. Um, hi, Heidi. Good to meet you, Heidi. I don't think I've ever met you before. So welcome to the show. Um, guys, if you guys have anything else you want to add today, I'm going to go ahead and sign off though. I've actually got a couple of appointments today. Um, if y'all need anything from me, please let me know. We are going to be starting a new challenge in July. I've been running monthly challenges now um, and giving away prizes at the end of the month relevant to the challenge every single month. And the first month I believe was uh, a movement challenge. It was steps. Second month was a run. No, the first month was a, a running challenge. Second month was a vegetable challenge. Third month was a kind of a Murph prep challenge. Fourth month was a water challenge. And I think that my July challenge is going to be something that we need to remove. So I'm thinking about doing a removal challenge. I've not done one of these before. And I'm not saying that we're removing bread. We're not removing something like that, but something that we have to get rid of, whether it's like no electronics after 7 p.m. Uh, maybe it's going to be something like, um, you know, 
only eating out once a week, uh, something that's going to be a little bit more impactful long-term for removal of something and, and still a, a, a new behavior. So if y'all want to jump in on my challenges, let me know. Um, I have a Facebook group that you guys can be a part of and uh, we can go from there. But until next time, guys, I'll see y'all later.